On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, Thomas Kithier is in the transfer portal, and Michigan State has hired their new assistant basketball coach. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. Really, do you need another one? No, not no. This is like the fifth in a row that I don't need, but here we are. Um, I'm at the point now uh, tonight where if I don't have another, I, I, well, I'm going to shoot you straight here. I, I don't know if I make it the next half hour. So I, I guess I don't need one to the point where now I actually do need one. I'm sure you've all been there. We've all been at a tailgate where it's gotten too deep in the in the waters here. Where you can understand where I'm at. So yeah, I, uh, long story short. Yeah, I guess I do need this one. I'm glad you approach your job the same way you approach a tailgate. I Listen, I I'm wouldn't have it a, any other way. I'm here to be a true Spartan uh, from the heart, <laughs> and my truest form of Spartan fandom is at a tailgate, so trying to replicate that as much as I can. That's a good spin zone for being uh, somewhat inebriated for a podcast, right? Well, I think that's a sure. good... Go, sure. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure we're aligned here. Good. All right, all right. It is Wednesday, April 14th. The year mm. is 2021. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my legitimately drunk for the last four hours co-host, Matt Sheehan. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as it was a few hours ago, but it, it, it ain't when much you better. Texted I'll me. tell you that. Yeah. I, I figured I should give you the heads up text like, hey, I, I don't know if I'm going to be 100% to form tonight. <laughs> but, yeah. but you know what, Will? When, when it's Thomas Kithier and Doug Wojcik night, you, you, you got to try to shape up. Oof. I don't know, I screwed up. No? Okay, sorry, I thought you were trying to stop me. When it's Thomas Kithier and, and Doug Wojcik night, you, you gotta you gotta try to bring it the, the best you can. So here I am. So here you are. Indeed, on today's show, we are going to talk about the implications of Thomas Kithier hitting the transfer portal. Yeah. Um, interesting. In terms of uh, the announcement for him and both uh, him and Rackett Watts. So sure. we could talk about that. Uh, and then Michigan State promotes Doug Wojcik. Tom Izzo promotes Doug Wojcik from recruiting coordinator to assistant coach. Not uh, not a surprise, but we can talk <laughs> maybe uh, a little bit about sure. that as well. That's plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Day. We need to start, though, with one quick thing. Yeah, please. One, one real quick thing. Okay. Um. Oh, no. Holding off a sneeze. Oh, Holding off a sneeze. Go get it's him. Go- <coughs> oh, God. God bless you. It's here. All right. Connor Hayward is not fat. <laughs> hold on. Wait, hold on. Did, did, did I miss something today? Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> what? I I clearly have missed something, if that's what you're leading <laughs> the show off with today. Michigan State football tweeted out like a four and a half minute video from spring ball of okay. scrimmaging and practice and whatever. Sure. It was cool yeah. and fun. And somebody, mm-hmm. somebody decided to take a screen grab Oh no. Of one Connor Hayward. Oh no. 
on the opposite side of the field, running, oh, no. oh, grainy, no. out of focus, long yeah. distance shot. Who he looks, amongst us hasn't been caught in such a precarious situation? He, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he looks fat. Yeah, I have it on good authority that it was just a bad angle. <laughs> it was a bad, bad lighting. Tough look for our guy Connor Hayward. Sure. Yes, he is a larger robust man he is not pushing like he looks like he's pushing 250 plus pounds in that picture (laughs) he is in normal fine shape it has been checked in on okay he is not damn i gotta see this picture man (laughs) no no no, i gotta see it (laughs) yeah um i'll i'll find it in two seconds um wow well (laughs) hey connor hayward one of us like who whom's amongst us hasn't been caught on a horrible angle, I, I say this as a man who has a face and body for podcasting. Uh, who hasn't been caught at such a rough angle? For yeah, yeah, you, you look a little thicker with three C's than, than you normally do on any given day. You know, standing room Spartans is who tweeted it out. Ah, okay. That it's it's just it's tough. It's it's a tough look for the guy. It's, it's tough on the Twitter <laughs> streets, man. It's tough out here. <laughs> he looks exceptionally doughy. But I have been told exceptionally doughy. As I've I've been told that he is not exceptionally doughy. He is in normal right. shape. So we just had to get that pressing issue. In the air. There we go. Good. Out of Good. the way. That's some hard news right there to start the podcast. <laughs> That's... Anyway. Yeah. Thomas Githier. Um uh, no, no no uh, more than five hours after our podcast published where we start to wonder if any other guys are gonna transfer. Yeah. Thomas yeah. Kethier with the uh, with the with the good news uh, that he is transferring from yep. East Lansing. Well, yeah. yes, yes. Thomas Kethier uh, either is about to graduate or just graduated. Will be a graduate transfer and is going to seek another opportunity where perhaps he has a chance to get a little bit more playing time. We certainly saw his numbers really decline uh or his his minutes really declined towards the end of the season and i think he got a couple dnps in there right at the end last eight games he had one game where he reached double digit minutes yeah. two games not a single second yeah. of action yeah. so the so. writing was kind of on the wall yep. there uh yep for old thomas yep and i think uh this was interesting with rocket watts and this is interesting with kithier from izzo in terms of a statement, which we don't, you know, statements on transfers out, not really something I'm used to, uh, I guess. Maybe I'm misremembering, sure. but I don't remember the Braden Burke statement. <laughs> no, you don't. That, that didn't resonate with you at all? <laughs> no. Anyway, here we go. Uh, quote, we met with Thomas and his parents a couple of times after the season was done, and we both thought that pursuing other options would be mutually beneficial for us and for him. Wow. He goes on to say, like, nice things. He's selfless player, does whatever he wants. Great kid, yada, yada. Graduated early, super smart, this, that. Great deal of respect. Wonderful, great. That's all expected to be in this type of statement. Yeah. We both thought that pursuing other options would be mutually beneficial for us and for him. Man, that that statement kind of holds hands with what he said a few weeks ago during the season where uh, we have our end of the bargain, you have your end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. If you ain't holding it up, then, well, I've got a nice portal that you can go swim in. Um, <laughs> that, hey, that's a tough business, and that's very, 
very transparent uh, for yep. a program to put out there. But uh, I, why lie about it? I guess we, we, like we all know what's going on. We're all adults here. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's like look, Kithier's a big boy. I mean, yeah, he's he's a young kid. Sure, he's in college. Yeah, that's what he's else? not a du- he's not a dummy. No, he's not some Bambi deer. Falling no, around. I'm sure like, when the season ended, he didn't look back in the year and think, "Oh, well, that was great. Let's do it again next year." I'm like, no, great, I'm yeah, in a great that was spot. awesome. Oh, I'm sure he probably just forgot about me. Those two games I didn't play down the stretch. It's all good. Like, no, he's not an idiot. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, so, <laughs> fair to say, uh, the writing was on the wall, and I do think right. that he's going to be able to find a school. And there's been. The typical sort of in-state rumors like, oh, I heard Central, there might be interest. Oh, maybe Oakland. Uh, sure, yeah, whatever. Right? Sort of a mid-majory, lower level where he's not going to go up against someone like Kofi Coburn. or <laughs> No. Although he please. had some good spells against Trace Jackson Davis, but like Luca Garza, like guys yeah. who are just physically able to dominate him and athletically, like it, he just... You know, some dudes aren't big enough, strong enough, fast enough to play at this level. And it just, he did a lot of things well, was um, a, like, like as I said, a selfless player, set screens, did all the stuff that nobody really wants to do, right? And, and it actually turned into a decent little passer um, occasionally out of the post. But there were just so many times where physically he just couldn't hang. And I think he'll find a ton more success dropping down a little bit playing against guys who are more similar to him in stature in skill level in athleticism and he'll be able to go to a place like central or western or wherever he ends up and be a starter be someone who can play 20 plus minutes be an impactful player get touches right get, hey, he actually get yeah. to touch the ball on offense i'm sure he would love that <laughs> yeah he'll be the third option on the floor on the floor instead of like the fifth option on the, on the court which will be nice yeah. for him so yeah so I, I i do think it's kind of an obvious mutually beneficial thing for of him course, he's got yeah. his degree he can pursue higher ed while getting a little bit more out of his basketball career a little bit more enjoyment a little bit more fun maybe a coach who yells a little bit less <laughs> And Michigan State (laughs) can acknowledge, like, hey, we gave it three years. It didn't fully work out. This is something that is good for both of us and can seek options elsewhere. So, yeah, a little bit uh, interesting to see that sort of transparency in a statement. Um, But But I'm glad. I mean, yeah, why lie? We all know what's going on. We all know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Kithier, like, in his statement, it wasn't the the same type of thing but there was like you know i want to it's basically like hey i got my degree i'm i want to go play basketball somewhere and i'm not going to be playing basketball no good for him like i like listen i'm sure hey playing for michigan state is awesome but like you you think getting your ass kicked all the time is awesome too Mm -hmm. like i'm Mm -hmm. sure this kind of wore off on him a little bit being passed up on the depth chart like i'm sure he's more than thrilled for green yep. pastures yeah okay like was he pushed out i don't know I, I i truly think it was a mutual parting of ways because i can't imagine you could be too happy living life the way life was for him as a basketball player the last two three weeks of the season i don't know the senior starting position go to zero minutes per game at the end like mm-hmm. please I, come yep. on it's it's yeah yeah it's it's time to go it's time to go let's pause here for a sec we will continue talking about this, what does MSU do with the open spot and sort of put a bow on Kithier 
at MSU. We'll do that in a second. First word from Built Bar. Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And the new and improved Built Bar is even more delicious. So good, Matt. It is so good. It's uh, sensational with a capital S and a capital N-ational. Sensational? <laughs> Whatever. You get what I'm trying to say. I do. Yeah, I right. do. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> just, I'm just thinking about that birthday cake bar. I, I got to get some more. I, I would, I, like right now, I would pay $15 for a single birthday cake bar right now. <laughs> Well, so if you want to uh, pay significantly less than that for a birthday <laughs> cake bar, you can go to BuiltBar.com. Uh, these bars, like I said, they're delicious. They're covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're not just delicious on your taste buds. They are delicious on your body. Body! They are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber, like the coconut almond bar, man. Ah, that goes hard, man. <sighs> Jesus. You 18 grams of protein. <sighs> yep. 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, mm, 5 mm. grams of net carbs. Mm. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport. With the help of our local experts, follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, so just to put a bow on Kithier at MSU. Just give him a Viking funeral right now. Yep. Just to <laughs> send him out to see. These are the last embers we're going to put on it. Yep. Yeah. Um, I know this last year was exceptionally tough for him in terms of like fan reaction to him seeing the court being a scapegoat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah some of it was justified, but yeah. I also mean, at the same over. time was not entirely on him. No. Not even no. close to being entirely Look, on him. <laughs> so many things weren't functioning properly this season. Mm-hmm. You're one of your bigs, one of your rotation bigs having to play more minutes because the freshman's not ready, the sophomore is inconsistent, the junior's inconsistent, the other junior's inconsistent, and he's yeah. the only one who can go out there and you know he's going to set the correct screen in the correct spot at the right time. <laughs> when that's the baseline for who you're throwing out there, jeez, <laughs> yeah. jeez. But eventually, yeah, that's where we were. Eventually, <laughs> some of the other guys started to eat into his minutes. Bingham, especially down the stretch, sort of really obviously cemented himself as like the, the best center on the team. Uh, but yeah. we talked about this a bunch. Like, it's not Thomas Kithier's fault that he got thrown on the floor uh, right. as much as he did. He's not going to look at Tom Izzo and say, "No, thanks, Coach. I'm good. I don't want to play today." Yeah, uh, you know, how about you give Julius a try this time? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep my warm up on. No, yeah, I'm no, okay. Right? No, you know what, Coach? I'm just going to hang here on the bench. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Coach. I got a big test tomorrow. I want to think about. <laughs> So, like, it's unfair to yeah. shoulder for him no, to no. shoulder all the blame for how the rotation went in the front court. That's not his job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, the other guys didn't do much of anything to truly like take the job. There were certainly moments where like we should play Bingham more, but it wasn't like Tom Izzo needs to be fired. He's he's senile. Why isn't he playing Marcus Bingham? Right. <laughs> it, there was plenty of bad for all the guys at center, and beyond that. The reason the team struggled was absolutely not because of Thomas Kithier. It's because their three 
most imp- or four most important players on offense, Aaron Henry, Josh Langford, Rocket Watts, Joey Hauser, all struggled with consistency, all struggled with efficiency, all struggled with confidence at times, had good moments, had bad moments, and just could never truly gel and get the offense going in a functional direction for longer than like three minutes at a time. That's 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 the downfall of the season. No, Kithier wasn't outstanding, but he was far from the reason everything went bad this year. And yeah, you mentioned it. He kind of got scapegoated for a lot of things. And yeah, look, he wasn't he wasn't great. There's a reason he's transferring and looking for somewhere else where he can get minutes. We were probably a little hard on him at times. It's it's really tough too to talk about him without sounding super patronizing, right? Like, oh, he, you did your best out there, but like at the same time, yeah, like he he accepted his offer as a sophomore in high school, and at the mm-hmm. time he was six foot eight. You guys have heard us talk about this if you've been listening to this podcast for a while. He was six foot eight then. He didn't do much growing ever since then. What is he supposed to do? Get a Michigan State offer as a sophomore in high school and be like, nah, wait no. until I grow three inches and then maybe I will. Like, no, like he, he didn't really grow a lot. And yeah, he, he was wait. set up for failure. Yeah. Just kind of by his physique, six foot eight. Like, and, th- and this and this next part is really the damning thing. He was a five. He mm-hmm. wasn't. A stretch four. He couldn't play, you know, versatile positions. Oh, I'll play four this time. Maybe five a little later in the game. Like, no, no, no. He was a true center that was six foot eight in the Big Ten at a time where you got guys like Coffee Coburn, Amir Coffee, Hunter Dickinson. Like, you could jump around the league. You'll find someone that could dominate him physically at almost every school, if not every single school. So. Yep. Yeah, hey, listen, he tried his best, just like he said. Trace Jackson Davis, he played some good defense on him, you know, early in the year. He also, yeah, he also met the other guys uh, mm-hmm. in the conference last year, and it did not go too well for him uh, at, at all. Yeah. Like, Look, it's, it's, there's a re- like we said, there's a reason he's transferring eh. out. He's also the greatest player in the history of basketball at just getting wide open because – Something he was a slippery like, little fella. He, he was a slippery little guy. Yeah, that's, that's 100 right. career layups, mm-hmm. and 98 of them were him just like, hey, yeah, not no a one's single, standing. Not a single one was contested. That's right. <laughs> it was truly a, a, an incredible skill. Yeah. Um, all right. So now what does Michigan State do? There is now an open scholarship spot. The the yeah. Josh Langford uh, posted his stuff on the player's trunk. That means he's making money. He's done with college basketball. Out of here. Yep. Aaron Henry, we're pretty sure staying in the NBA draft. Jack, I thought you were going to say staying in school. I'm like, hell yeah, well, let's go. That's it. Staying in the NBA draft. <laughs> That's right. Jack Hoiberg is at uh, uh, Arlington. Forget yeah. Tech UT uh, Arlington in the yeah. Sun Belt. Good for him. And Rocket Watts is going to end up at Kentucky or something because okay, sure. So Michigan State now has one open spot. It seems like much to the dismay of everyone, that spot is not one that's just going to be held open in case Imani Bates decides he wants to come to Michigan State. Probably a good idea from the coaching staff. Probably a good idea. The smart play play is to look into the portal. There are plenty of really, really good players. Find 
whatever they think they need. If they think they need a big, if they think they need a shooter, like a, a nice um, veteran wing shooter, I think DK has been uh, a proponent of that. I'd Same. be on board with that. Likewise, I'm right um, with them. Yeah. Find a guy in the portal that has experience, that plugs a hole that you know your roster have has next year, which absolutely shooting from the wing, probably going to be a hole. Yep. Um, that's, I think, the smarter preferred route. Now, if you hear from Imani Bates and he's like, hey, um, I'm going to, I'm pretty sure I'm going to come. Like, I'm 95%, I'm, I'm coming to Michigan State next year. Obviously, you do whatever you can to either keep that scholarship spot open or open another one. <laughs> but I don't think that is ultimately the most likely path right now. I, I do still think there's a chance. Amani sure. Bates ends up here. I don't think it is high enough, nearly high enough to keep a spot open in lieu of going after someone no. in the portal who you know can help you right away. You, like, you know what the most impressive part about the whole Amani Bates thing is? It's not how good of a player he is. It's how well him and his camp keep things under wraps. Like, it's not... Yeah. Like, obviously, you know, it, it, name any other recruit ever of all time in either sport. Like, if you really wanted to find out what they're going to do, you could probably look in a few corners and whatever to find out what's going to happen. Like, the the Bates camp is so locked down. It's not just the recruiting people I don't know. I don't even know if the coaching staff knows what's going on with him. So, yeah, you take the sure thing and you just go fishing in the transfer portal. I mean, whether that be another big man to make it four centers next year or you, yeah, you go out and find, this is what I think you should do, go find a shooter because next year you only have one guy on your roster that is shot above 37% from three last year, and that's Gabe Brown. Yes, Malik mm-hmm. Hall was just short of that at 36.4%, but I... It's not like he yeah. was shooting a lot of them. Like nope, it, is, nope. is, it ain't like he was, you know, throwing it up like Steph Curry. Um, no, like I, I would really love a nice shooter. You guys have heard me talk about this time to time. I mean, yeah, Max Christie, he's had to be a big shooter. Okay, yeah. well, what if it doesn't work as a freshman? Like I, again, I, I don't want to throw my hopes on a freshman, no matter how good he is. Yeah, maybe an established guy. So like, if you shoot above thirty-seven percent, if you're one of the thirteen hundred kids in the transfer portal. You better be getting a, a call from a 517 area code here uh, by Friday, or I'm going to be, I mean, what am I going to do? I'm just a guy with a microphone. I'm, I'm going to be very gonna, upset. Yeah. That, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, yeah, so no. 517 I, needs yeah. to be just burned into cell phones. Like Anyone that could shoot worth so a lick, much. man. Anyone that could shoot worth a lick. Like, listen, I, a big man would be awesome. Yeah, it'd be great once again to have 20 combined fouls to burn up during a game, right? <laughs> I mean, but uh, no, I, I, I'd, I'd be much more happy with a shooter, especially with a guy who used as much offense as Aaron Henry did declaring for the draft. And Yeah, I don't know. I, call me old-fashioned, Will. I kind of like shooting and scoring in the game of basketball. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I know. Hot take. Yep, there I am. Crazy. There Crazy. I, am. Yeah. I do, too. All right, let's pause here. We'll come back and talk about Michigan State filling a hole on their assistant coach staff. First, a word from BetOnline. .ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The football season has been over. College basketball is now over, but we've still got NBA. We've got NHL. We've got MLB. We have tons of stuff to bet on. And Bad Online even covers award shows. The Oscars are coming up soon. TV shows. Oh, my God. And reality TV. 
Powering through. <laughs> they have real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with a promo code locked on. One word, locked on, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. April 19th through the 26th, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaConfora, and Michael Lombardi, our local experts for every team, will be making trades and pick, be picking, excuse me, be picking the next stars of their teams. Subscribe to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcast, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, the Odyssey app. Okay, so Michigan State replaces Dane Fife with uh, an in-house hire, Matt. Someone we uh, listed as one of the two odds-on favorites. We to call the will. That's right. Yeah, to be uh, promoted from within uh, Doug Wojcik, former director of recruiting at Michigan State, former assistant basketball coach at Michigan State, former head basketball coach at Navy, which we will talk about in a minute. Or no, excuse me. He played at Navy. Former He played at Navy with uh, with the Admiral, David Robinson. Oh, wow. That's um, a fun fact. All right. Yeah, I didn't know former, that. Former head coach at Tulsa and the College of Charleston. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So Wojcik was director of recruiting and now has been promoted to assistant coach. Matt, what was your initial reaction to this? Oh, uh, I like initial reaction was okay. Yep. Uh-huh. That uh-huh. sounds about right. Yeah, it was either him or yep. Dave Thomas. Um Yeah. Uh I like me, I, I wish they went with Dave Thomas, but like listen, I, what do I know? I'm not in the program. I don't know like how things work day to day and how he's received in the program, I think was um, like I know Dave Wojcik has a little bit of baggage with him, which I think we'll yes. get into. Yep. But also that Dave Thomas too, and maybe this doesn't matter, but just to me, uh, Dave Thomas is forty four years old, and now you hire Wojcik, who's fifty seven years old. So now you got Wojcik, who's fifty seven. Yeah, Mike Garland, who's sixty six years old, and then you got Dwayne Stevens, who I think is like in his mid fifties, early fifties, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to find an age on him online for some reason. <laughs> he played but in the eighties, so. But still, you like that's that's an old yeah. coaching staff. But then again, Middle like listen, we're we're not splitting hairs over a head coach. I I I, I don't know how much an assistant coach in a program like Michigan State will make a difference. Do I think Dave Wojcik being an assistant coach will be the difference between a Final Four and the NIT? No, not really. But yeah, I don't. It's just like eh, okay. Kind of wish he went younger, but whatever. He kind of saw this coming from a mile away. I don't know. You, you called him Dave. Oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were joking about that before we recorded. I actually went with it. Yeah. Shoot. Yep, yep. Yep, my bad. That's on me. Um, That's yeah. On me. So it's expected. Uh, Wojcik is someone who Izzo uh, obviously trusts. Uh, cl- obviously clearly. <laughs> yeah. Wants him in the program. Was an assistant with MSU from 2003 to 2005. Was the associate head coach for a couple of years as well, and then came back to be the director of recruiting in 2018 while he was at the College of Charleston. Matt, 
So sure. he was head coach at Tulsa before that, and they're actually decent. You know, Tulsa, he's like the career winningest coach in, in Tulsa's program history, which, you know, isn't saying much because Tulsa, not known for their uh, men's basketball program. No. <laughs> they're, they're not yes. all right no but he was uh fired there in 2012 and then became the head coach of college of charleston after that um he was let go during uh a mid and internal investigation as to whether he was verbally abusive towards players the internal investigation found it was quote likely that he had been verbally abusive towards players uh he was suspended and a new president, like the, the school presidents, switched. And the new president came in, fired Wojcik. Uh, and then there was a sort of a dispute, but they reached um, like a, a wrongful termination settlement. After that, parted ways and declined to further comment on the issue. So that's what we know about it. Obviously, not uh, a good look at all in terms of... Uh, just hiring a, a coach who has been investigated for and was fired because he was verbally abusive towards players. Well, right? and That's, also like the, the end of his Tulsa tenure too, he he was let go, cited by decline in ticket sales uh, at Tulsa. Like re- really, like. The, that's yeah. what Tulsa's worried about season ticket sales and yeah. no, like, okay, like I, I think something else went on there yeah. as well but yeah. yeah there's a report uh verbal abuse th- uh, threatening kids physically not uh not great certainly um terrible so <laughs> not great actually terrible <laughs> so yeah i'm kind of all right I'm kind of like torn a little bit on this. Sure. I I understand how Michigan State's program operates. There's fire, there's brimstone, there's there's yelling, there's oh, screaming, yeah. there's toughness, right? Oh, there, yeah. There's all that crap. Sure. Maybe maybe it wasn't a, a good fit his style for that school, those players, whatever. But it getting to the point where you're getting fired for something like that is awful. Also, it was seven years ago, mm-hmm. and I am someone who does believe in second chances. Sure. So I'm not like I'm. I'm kind of like bummed out and disappointed that this is the hire with that in his background. Like, if you want him on staff or whatever, it's tough because they're friends. They've worked together for a long time. They trust each other. Whatever. I'm just not thrilled that we're, you know, in 2021 hiring a coach with that in his background. But again, it was seven years ago. Maybe he's changed. Maybe he's realized, like, okay, I was going over the line. I need to tone it back, right? And I'm sure it's not. When he's an assistant coach, it's different than when you're a head coach in terms of how much you command in terms of, like, leeway, like, I don't know that like Doug Wojcik's probably going to get into players a little bit as an assistant. I would imagine he's not going to have the leeway of the big boss man to kind of do and say whatever he wants. He's got someone, he's got multiple people above him that would check him because he's the low man on the totem pole on the staff. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he 
learned something from that. I'm sure at some point he'll get asked about it. I would hope someone asks him about it. Uh, again, your worst like uh, mistake or your worst moment shouldn't like define you. I do believe that even though this was a scandal and a terrible, terrible thing for him to do and a, a just reason for him to get fired, it doesn't mean I don't think or I think he shouldn't ever work again in college basketball, right? Yeah, since, sure. That's fair. Since then, he's been a, an assistant at Gonzaga, East Carolina, and then came back to Michigan State, where he's been since 2018. I hope, hope, hope that he has learned from that, grown from that, and become a better leader of men because of that. Um, but with all that said, it's still like disappointing in a way it's still there it's still there really like yeah like really we we had to hire him had to hire the guy with us like had to have a guy with an abuse scandal in his past so yeah i'm I'm still i'm kind of split around it as you can tell yeah and maybe he doesn't ever get asked about it because i don't know if assistant coaches ever have like an introductory press conference you know so i i don't know like maybe this never comes up again but yeah, I, just like you said, I mean, it's been a few years, so people change. I, I'm of that ilk, too. Like, yeah, second chances, but I, whatever. I mean, I hey, listen, I, once again, I'm going to throw on my MSU hat and say, uh, and is who I trust, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> go kind of limply from there, right? <laughs> so, I, yeah. you know, I am actually unironically interested in is, like, what happens now? Like, does Dave Thomas take over the... Uh, head of recruiting is he still a basketball operations guy who do they bring in to take either of those two spots should things uh, get mixed up in there because I I mean he has you know he's been the head of uh, recruiting or the director of recruiting whatever that official title is but yeah I mean interested to see what goes on there behind the scenes of course we're peeling layers right now and that's what we do in the offseason but yeah (laughs) Yeah, I, I, it's it's totally uninspiring, and it's an in-house thing, and whatever the program, kind of the program, the program. Yeah, yeah but it's, Listen, it's like exactly they were going to go out and get pop. I mean, like you know, fish Steve Kerr out of the bay. You know, I don't think they're going to do that necessarily. Or yeah. Then again, do you think they made Brad Stevens say no or no? I uh, I don't think I don't think they did. All right, trash hire then. <laughs> yeah. That's going to do it for us here on Locked On Spartans. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. We will be back tomorrow. Maybe we'll do Take Tuesday on a Thursday because news <laughs> happened. Maybe some more news will happen. Sure. We'll Who's to say? Who's to say? We'll certainly be back tomorrow with another podcast. Render, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt? Oh, God. I should have trivia on standby, shouldn't I? Whatever. How do you spell Doug Wojcik's last name? W-O-J-C-I-K. Nailed it. Let's go, baby. All right, go green.